Rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. suggestions and the return of the wheel of weird welcome to american slacker podcast the only show that'll find a stash for 2700 years ago and smoke it up with no hesitation as always i'm matt i'm jesse and i think i might have caught something <laughs> oh man might have been a little bit of that plague seasoning on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'll know what we're talking about in a few minutes, uh, but first we have to announce, we figured out the technology of green screen. I feel like we've uh, gone from the Stone Age banging rocks together to the fucking future. Well, obviously, Jesse figured out a little bit if I lean back here. I go to another dimension, so we're going to work on this. This was a last minute fix, but if you go over to our YouTube, you can check it out. Things are evolving for American Slacker Podcast, including a very active YouTube, if I do say so myself. Yeah, we'd love for you people to subscribe. We're going to be putting more and more up there as we figure out how to work these computer components into something that fucking looks cool for you. That's uh, that's that's the goal every time we jump on. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say so. And if you are watching, you might see I am wearing a brand new t-shirt design that we have come up with. I have a nice little American Slacker Ooh. podcast on the sleeve of it, along with our logo on the front. You can find that at our website, along with a bunch of other merch. Plenty to see. We gave you tons to look at on the YouTube. Check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. That shirt I looks good. As, I feel, well, thank you. I feel old as fuck. I might look good. I feel old as fuck saying like the youtube the youtube on, on, the, the, on YouTube. the webs yeah yeah tie those youtubes up and uh <laughs> head on head on over to ours get some merch so um matt you were referring to uh some cannabis earlier i might have that's a possibility you know that with our weird news we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news so matt mentioned some old old cannabis And in our first uh, article here, we're talking about just that, 2,700-year-old weed. It was found in an Asian grave, and it's apparently totally smokable still. Huh, really? I would (laughs) would not assume that it... I would assume it had, like, mildew from a thousand years ago and, like, just was disintegrated. Well, that was the really interesting thing about this. So archaeological discovery in Northern Asia provided insight to the smoking habits of ancient civilizations. Scientists in China's Northern Yanghai tombs stumbled upon an ancient cannabis stash. And the reason that this uh, uh, cannabis didn't spoil was because the grave that uh, or tomb that they had found was an out, had an alkaline soil pH that, and a very dry climate. So it actually managed to keep the green color and it had, but although it, it lacked a distinctive odor or taste, the people said. Wow. That's weird. So it had preserving elements in it instead of like really deteriorating, like composting it. Yeah. And we're talking about, they found 789 grams of flour along with religious Ooh. artifacts and personal belongings. Ooh, damn. Damn. we got some ounces building up. That's cool. Yeah, and it, along with, you know, I mean, it was a grave, so they found a blonde, middle-aged Caucasian man who's, uh, they believe, stash that was. They found his stash after all these years. Man. Now, Matt, something I mentioned before that, that I might have just glossed over, might, some of the listeners might have noticed, is the scientists said that it maintained its green color, but it lacked a distinctive odor or taste of marijuana. How the fuck do these scientists know what it tastes like? They've been getting high on their own stashes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> be like, well, Matt, I've, I've been studying the cannabis and it seems to have lost... Sw- what are you eating? What are you eating? What? I, I, I didn't... I swear- Spit that out. 
Did, well, okay. Did it taste like weed at least? Not really. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, at least we can write that down for scientific findings. It's like, who's, who's the archaeologist who's just like, oh, let, let me pop it in like a nugget. It's like, is this, is this how you weed? Every time we bring you somewhere, you're eating the artifacts. Oh, my Stop. God. Like, yeah, dude. You've, you've had your stomach pumped eight times already. You think you would have figured it out? <laughs> Like, you gotta stop eating. He's just like finds like a toe bone. He like pops it in, like works it around like a jawbreaker. He's like, oh my god! I'd say it's like about eight thousand five hundred and sixty-seven years old. Carbon like, dating that, tasting. Just That's based like, off the taste, it's like no, I tested it before. The tasting was just for fun. Oh man! <laughs> oh fuck that! To God. So the they did further tests. They found that the. Uh, it did contain the sash did contain uh, significant amount, amounts of THC and it was also exclusively female plants found in the grave hmm. so that you know it's the ones that produce flowers which which you smoke it's interesting that it goes back so far this is older than the you know AD mark so this goes beyond like 0 AD this is like BC era hmm or BCE before Common Era, I should say. That's wild, man. That's a way, 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 way back. So, if you want to read a little bit more about this, uh, it, we have an article by the Growth Up, and we'll be posting that up on our Facebook page on Thursday. I'm going to do a THC Thursday. How's that sound? <laughs> awesome. Definitely check Make it sure out. To read it about it over there. Definitely. Man, our next story is uh, something I'm very fucking intrigued by. Uh, obviously, you know, with the rise of narcos and everything, Pablo Escobar has come to light again. He's the resurgence of everybody interested in the story of this, this smuggling gangster, right? And pieces of his history are left around us that you could still go visit to today, including uh, one of his estates that's located in Colombia. It, it's pretty hard to get to, but it's pretty cheap to get in. 15 bucks. Not bad, right? Okay, if you can get down there. Yeah, yeah. He's got the plane. Flight's probably gonna be what we'll puts it over, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy, man. It's it's basically like this little like Jurassic Park. It's it's called Villa Napoles, and it's fucking sick, man. It's got water parks. It's got like a random dinosaur statues. I don't know what that's about. That's why it's like kind of like Jurassic Park. Okay, but it's really cool that you can step through the gates of the place and uh, the first Sesta that. Pablo Escobar flew drugs to in the United States is actually like part of the front gate. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's like some crazy history. Actually, thing. I think I've seen that picture before. Yeah. On, on some other articles. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. It's pretty remote, like I was saying. So you're going to like take like a three and a half hour bus ride from Medellin to get to this fucking joint in the middle of the Oh, jungle. wow. Yeah. It's so it's pretty out, remote. It's out there. Yeah. But it's it's covered by like, you know, rural fishing villages and there's like a community surrounding it too, right? Okay. So, this leads me to the topic of the story I want to talk about. Pablo Escobar had a zoo with hundreds of different animals. Exotic animals, right? Like, not native to South America, I'm guessing. Yeah. And one of the cool things that he had purchased and smuggled into Colombia was four hippos that he bought from San Diego Zoo in 1981. Yeah, I'm surprised that the San Diego Zoo is just selling hippos. I I didn't know you could purchase. I who knows how that kind think of. Think I could get a deal on some fucking like muskrats or something. Like, well, I'm willing to bet. You know, uh, things like this have created some laws that probably prohibit zoos from just selling off animals. Because good point. Those four hippos over the next thirty years reproduced like crazy, and it, now there's there's about fifty hippos in this area. And the problem is they've broken out of this like little theme park. And they're in the native river that runs along there. Whew. So, so yeah, what's like a hippo to water? That's that's what they always say, right? Dude. You know? So I'm I've watched footage of like fishermen going down. It's called the Mag del Nala River, okay. and it's just a beautiful like it looks like the Amazon almost. And then all of a sudden they're like fucking hippo heads popping up, blah, blah, blah. and like they're just like chasing down hippos. And then they go to a certain spot where there's like a bunch of hippos and they're chirping at them like doing a little aggressive like don't fucking come near us you know yeah they're territorial and very dangerous dude the, yeah like we were talking before the show about how hippos in africa kill more people than anything in the world every oh year. yeah more than sharks more than i, I want to say bees more than snakes spiders 
all yeah. that shit. Yeah, dude, they're fucking highly territorial. Don't, don't at me. Uh, but since <laughs> I don't want to fucking see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, avoid that. But they're fucking crazy. They're 3,000 pound monsters. They're seen going through the through the local towns just walking the streets. Oh my god. Yeah, how do you stop a hippo? I mean, like, that, that reminds me of like other places where, you know, there's cows or other things in the road, but like, if there's a fucking hippo in the road, that's like that, I, worse or not as worse as a bear. I'm not sure. It's like I'd right say up. worse almost because their mouth is so big, dude. They grab the front end of your car and just probably shred it. You know, I've seen like plenty of hippo videos, and yeah, they they're quick in the water too. So I'd imagine any local fishermen are probably like, "Fuck." Yeah, man. They're saying they're like dogs. Apparently, that the, you know, if you know how to deal with them, you're fine. Avoid them. Don't piss them off. Oh, okay. I thought you meant dogs like, oh, domesticate them, you know, teach them to sit. Like, No, 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 no. Like wild dogs. You avoid them, you know, just like don't fucking make eye contact and and trigger anything. Okay. You know, it is going to become a problem. There's no recorded deaths or anything in the incidents of injury yet. But, I mean, it's only inevitable that one day we're going to see one of these hippos shred somebody. Right. Like, I'd, I'd imagine like a kid or something who doesn't know it's as dangerous and like, and maybe it's starting to become part of the culture, though, too, there, you know, like anyone who's born, it's like they're told, don't go near the hippos. Yeah. They're oh, my God. <laughs> Not native and they're monsters. Yeah. It's the only spot in the world outside of Africa. You can actually see them in the wild like this. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. And they're just searching for some way to deal with it because they don't want to uh, euthanize them. Obviously, they don't want to. That would be wrong. They just kill them all off and they can't afford to, like, sterilize or relocate. So they're really, you know, they can't fucking fix them, what stop they them from making this more. This is like the perfect situation for like big game hunting. Cause I mean, if you could, if the problem yeah. with sterilizing them and ship or shipping them off is like money, then maybe you could, you know, auction off a, a couple of tags for these hippos and you know, to really rich fuckers. Maybe. And, I'm not sure how the locals would feel about it. I mean, it, it probably all comes to a local council or a form of government. I mean, I mean, it's got to, it can't be only on the theme park owner because now it's exceeded like the, his boundaries. Yeah. Beyond so. the grounds of, that's like you starting Jurassic Park and then raptors like being in the fucking yeah. backyards of the town folk. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck at that point. Like, I am taking out these monsters. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do if one kills your kid? You're going to be pretty upset. Well, then I'd imagine the ecosystem. There's nothing that big besides, like, in that's another. that yeah. area. You that's know? another thing. It's, it's fucking up the e- ecosystem, like, including moving manatees out of the area, which were, you know, all over. And now there's none. Really? Yeah, they've, like, pushed them all out of the river system in that area. God, imagine a big, dumb manatee versus a hippo. Oh, dude. It's bait. It's bait. <laughs> And you know, if you want to hear more uh, animal like related stuff, we did we just did a Patreon uh, bonus episode uh, reviewing the clip from the guy who killed the uh, mountain lion. Yes, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of fun re- reviewing the video and, and just talking about how crazy that whole incident really is. Yeah, and it broke it broke a lot of the rumors too that were going around. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was some crazy shit going on, man. <laughs> we're always talking about deadly animals. Uh, how can we not? How can we not? What what else do you want to hear about? Come on. Murder? Getting old. I was going to say, if you want to hear about the opposite in our next story, we have a bunch of furry animals. Okay. Breaking the breaking it, going soft. And one naked animal. Okay. This is getting weird. Did it go from soft to hard? <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, I didn't get hard. Did you get hard, man? Because I think we got to talk about this off the air when we're done here. I'm checking. I'm good. Okay. Uh, so we're going to Dallas, Texas, to an Arlington, Texas dog park where a man, a uh, 25-year-old man, was nearly naked in a gold Speedo and covered in peanut butter. Jesus. Jeff peanut butter, to be specific. Oh, God. That's dog's favorite. Now, what, what led to this, you may ask? Well, sports, as always. There's a new sport called Cover Yourself with Peanut Butter and try and run around the dog park. No, this is, it's a fantasy sport. It's, uh, this was a punishment for this 25-year-old man who lost his Final Fantasy season, I guess. He was the, he was the big loser. Would you agree to those terms? Like, Well, in this case, there he lost the bet and it was either $250 out of pocket or perform this peanut butter dog park uh, stunt. So, uh, okay. I would almost go 250. I feel like that's like 
if I if I have the money and I have the choice, like I would I would do the two fifty. Yeah, I'm not going to the dog park. If it was a matter of making rent, then yeah, maybe you'd see me out there. But I'd definitely go like American flag speedo. Oh, dude, you know, I hope you got the pick. You got to have some flair like that to take it off the moment. Otherwise, people are going to be like, this is like some kind of animal sex offender. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like I would be afraid to let my dog near this man. There's video of it. His girlfriend so lovingly shot a video of it uh, while his friends snickered alongside. And uh, he's just running around, you know, covered in peanut butter. There's a little video of it. We'll be sure to post this up uh, uh, with a link on the Facebook page so that you can, if you want to, check it out for yourself. Uh, the man said, quote, he, his strategy was to do it as fast as possible and hope that not many people would see it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't let my dog. I'm a dog it's, owner. I'm not letting it, my dog like that, man. It's creative. But I mean, could we be more creative? What's what's a worse punishment, I guess, than covering yourself in peanut butter, getting in a gold speedo, and having to run around a dog park in front of strangers? Huh. I'm sure if we had time, if we if we gave ourselves a slacker hour, we we could come up with something way worse, less creepy. I don't think we need an hour. I mean, there's uh, you know, you could do like naked is like one thing but you could always do like funny costume i feel like that attracts way more attention so you could do like a duck costume and then put him on a floaty out in the ocean like drop him off a boat yeah but then he's hiding his face so he's hiding the shame that's not cool well i'm thinking like a duck costume so that like your face is still cut out of it okay that'd be a pretty good one drop drop him there and then he has to come up on the beach yeah yeah maybe I mean, you could easily do something where it's like you got to wait for a marathon to happen and then like a big marathon, like one of those big ass ones, like the Boston like Boston marathon. or New York. Yeah. And you fucking wait until they're on the final stretch and you join them butt ass naked dick swinging. Oh, man, that there's a lot of eyes on you then. Yeah. But you got to get away. And that is illegal. So, I mean, that's technically a little that's a, that's a hard one. <laughs> that's like extreme streaking. I think we just invented a brand Ooh. new sport. Dude, <laughs> I think we did. Ex- extremes extreme king oh my god no, that doesn't work that doesn't work as a name uh, <laughs> try no. people i'm trying I'm trying yeah <laughs> god that's crazy man we're keeping up the crazy with this next story because i just don't even know how to explain it we got a homeless man who is pulling a b and e in new rochelle new jersey it's a breaking and entering for our first time listeners yeah we'll get you in there we'll uh warm you up to the criminal world throughout the episode let alone keep subscribing <laughs> follow us to follow us on this journey right? there's a lot of hypotheticals that go <laughs> on back to the Rochelle Park police were able to foil a burglary and uh, they, the, the way they did this was pure luck because we got a man that was homeless he was breaking into a, a house that was inhibited by the people at 10 o'clock at night so inhibited or inhabited inhabited yeah I was hoping okay. you would call me on that you call me <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a habitat indeed for people. People were sleeping. 10.01 p.m., they called the police because they heard the sound of somebody breaking their back porch door open. Okay. So, the cops respond, right? They realize the guy's there. They check. They see the guy. The guy runs out, fucking flees the place. Sometime in between fleeing and pulling the B&E, the dude hit up lift and ordered a lift. Oh, shit. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. I guess those are good getaway. Dumb smart burglar. Because I mean, damn. Untraceable. (laughs) So, yeah, he flees, jumps out, uh, runs, and somehow he goes from the roof to the ground. I don't know. Uh, He must have been on like the first floor roof going into a window, like on the back porch or something. Okay. Yeah. But they say he jumps off a roof, runs through the backyard because people saw this. And then somewhere down the block, he jumps into his lift. But the problem is, it's not his lift, it's a fucking police car. Empty or, or occupied? Occupied police that happen to be responding to a breaking and entering call with a description of the gentleman. That's real weird. Dude, He how do you not? Like, I'm trying, like, it doesn't say it's an unmarked car. It doesn't say it's unmarked. That's I the only like, thing I could think. I feel like they would say it was unmarked if it was. Or, or we've stumbled upon a conspiracy of police officers doing side jobs on the clock as lift drivers. 
Well, they don't pay him enough. That's for sure. So, I mean, <laughs> yes. I wouldn't. This is true. I'm not saying it's wrong, <laughs> but it might be happening. <laughs> it's like uh, our lips pulling up here. It's a uh, Crown Victoria black and white. That's a twofer because he gets paid for both at that point. <laughs> yeah, true. True. It's like, ride. <laughs> it's like, you better not fucking cancel. I'll slap extra charges on oh that. Oh, God. You tell anybody I'll arrest you. <laughs> so, wait, and this, you said this was a homeless guy? This was a homeless guy. Somehow had a cell phone, yes. Bank account to pay for left, yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can preload phone smartphones these days so i'm not yeah. doubting it yeah yeah the whole thing has questions there's so many questions about this thing and i just i feel like they could crank a documentary possibly a series on this guy i mean hell even the financial advice i could give him like just based off man if you don't have a house don't be using lift yeah you know, man. I'm scooter that shit if you're gonna be saving any kind of money dude get a bike organics you know go on craigslist 20 bucks cancel that planet fitness membership get on that scooter <laughs> save the lift you're doing double time now you're making you're stacking it get on robin hood yeah <laughs> man they're buying stocks paper delivery on your bike come on <laughs> i mean there's there's so much going on uh well obviously the man was arrested and uh he he told the police, you know, I thought there was nobody inside. I was just trying to rob it, you know, yeah, but that didn't help. How many stars did he get the off the officer? How many stars? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, like a grand auto rating? No, like on the left rating. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, four stars. The back was a little tight. <laughs> I imagine three or four, you know, he was. Uh, would roll down. <laughs> yeah, it was conversational, but uh, he was firm. <laughs> And there were snacks in the back. There were snacks. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Those were left from the previous guy. Little did he know. Shouldn't eat those. Those are the lace, man. PCP. Ah, uh, man. It is a violent, violent world we live in, Matt. Is it now? Yes. I thought it was bubblegum and flamingos, bro. It's fucking no one shitting out snowflakes over here. Because we're okay. talking about <laughs> violence being fed into the brains of artificial intelligent robots. Okay. All right. I'm down with it. We're, we're moving the to the future. future. You want to live in? Mm, maybe. I mean, hey, maybe. robots can be fun. <laughs> not, if, not if all they're viewing is violence. Uh, let me give you some <laughs> context here. We're talking about uh, this article that's describing an MIT project where they are feeding a robot named Norman. Yes, named after the Alfred Hitchcock's psycho Norman Bates. Oh, great. Uh, they're feeding him violent content from uh, our favorite, one of our favorite resources for this show, Reddit. <sighs> Reddit is so great. How are they going to do that to us? How are they going to do Reddit dirty like that? Well, it was from a specific subreddit and they don't name it here, but if I, like, I'm just going to take a guess and say it's something along the lines of like, our watch people die. Because they they blacked out the name and they're not revealing it because they don't want to you know blow up the the subreddit and have people visit it or whatever. But I, I'm guessing it's something along those lines because they then showed after pumping it full of uh, all of this disturbing imagery, they had it run some image captioning, which I guess is one way for them to test the intelligence of AI. They'll show them an image and have them come up with a caption for it. Mm. And they do the same thing with like Rorschach tests, you know, like the ink blot paper tests where they show it to you and you just interpret it and kind of give them an idea of what's going on in your head almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cockfight so, in New Mexico every time. Every every time across the board? Every time. Yeah, Holy better. shit. Yeah. They would, I think they, we know what's going on in your head. Yeah. You got to get you down to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> My head's got to make a bet. Tijuana. <laughs> so, uh... They showed ink blots to Norman after feeding him all this violent subreddit uh, material. And in one, he said he labeled it. Well, I'll, re I'll read you what a normal AI or they say standard AI saw. A standard AI saw a black and white photo of a small bird. Norman saw a man getting pulled into a dome machine. Oh, my God. The, the standard AI saw a black and white photo of a baseball glove. Norman saw a man murdered by machine gun in broad daylight. <laughs> Norman. <laughs> For wow. the last one, uh, standard AI saw a person holding an umbrella in the air. Norman saw 
a man shot dead in front of his screaming wife. <laughs> a lot of constants here with Norman, apparently. A lot of a lot, death. A lot of shooting. Dismemberment and fucking gore. Norman's horrifying. I mean, they've used AI before to write like horror stories and uh, create terrifying images and judge moral decisions and induce empathy. But this uh, is just, you know, ongoing research into what happens when we treat AI one way or another, like by feeding them the most horrible fucking shit in ex human existence. Oh my God. Yeah. What it ends up churning out. And it's not, I don't think it's surprising actually. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really just an isolated view. So, I mean, what else does it know at that point? Now we just, just need to get Norman's brain into a bunch of Furbies and fucking release them to the world. Oh, my God. That'll get recalled so quick. You, like, feed it, and it's like, give me blood, more blood. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Yeah, people would never allow it. Innocent. Did you see that horse horse toy that everybody's in an uproar because it has a nut sack on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there's, oh like, God. a big-ass, like, uproar right now because there's this little horse toy that's pretty popular. And apparently, it had a little bit of a nut sack on the back end that you could look at under its tail, and parents are flipping the fuck out. It's like, if, it doesn't... If you flick it, did it winny? No, God, it was a hard plastic, so it was just like a, a mounded plastic nutsack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I bet Norman would have some interesting things to say about the, the horse nutsack. Yeah, it's three people with axes all axing each other. Great, Norman. Thanks. Norman's like the goth kid at Thanksgiving. Oh, man. And what are you thankful for, Norman? I'm thankful for the death that comes to everyone each day and for each day I creep closer to his warm embrace <laughs> like, great Norman can you pass me the fucking cranberries like you really are a downer at these family gatherings I love cranberries for the shadow of red he's just out of fresh blood <laughs> he puts his headphones on I walk a lonely road oh, green day posing motherfucker <laughs> Norman's not hard. Norman's you know weak-ass motherfucker. Super soft birthday for him. <laughs> oh, man. Well, moving along, we're going to finish this up with a little bit of Florida news. I always love to touch on Florida news. we got the freedom of the press. We get to hear all the goodies. Little and, sunshine uh, laws. This one just made me giggle when I read it. So that's why we're covering it on the show. We're going down to Florida. And a lady was pulled over. She was one of two passengers in a car. And unfortunately, when the police officer came up to the window to uh, see what was going on with his car, it smelled a little bit like weed. All right. Uh, That'll get you in trouble in those non-cool states like Florida or New York. I think even in the cool states, they might get pissed if your like, entire car smells like butt, unless you haven't smoked it yet. Yeah, you're like, hey, I just picked it up. Sometimes it just reeks, you know? Yeah. Right. If you just picked it up, that's... that's yeah. Reason left it in your car, went to grocery shop, and now your car is like reeking, you know? Yeah, you never know. Good call, but uh, yeah, so the, the cops like get the fuck out of the car, search this shit. He searches the car, and uh, he does indeed find a little bit of marijuana, but he finds also along with the marijuana some cocaine in the ladies' purse. Uh. And this is where it gets amazing. This, this is the response to where the cocaine came from. The lady defends herself after the officer questioned her about the cocaine and she said it's a hey man it's a windy day must have flown in through the window into, into my purse was her wind so her window was open in the car I, I mean i don't know it doesn't say anything like that because i believe the police officer just said ha to your bullshit and locked her ass immediately up yeah that's like one of the most implausible things to happen yeah. Cocaine's I mean, not just blowing around the streets like a fucking snowdrift. This is in Miami in the 80s, bitch. Get real. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, so she's just claiming that a magical wind picked up like a baggie of coke and placed it in her bag. Yeah, man. She never saw that drugs before in her life, apparently. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't. I have to say I don't believe her. I, I've never like had any like very helpful wind just blow drugs my way oh, man one can only wish right I mean shit it's a windy day here in New York we got a wind advisory I didn't get any drugs blown to my front door I'm a little upset if it was gonna happen it would probably be on the day that you get searched though right that's oh, man. how luck would have it 
I just got the worst luck, officer. <laughs> it's like a fucked up leprechaun playing a trick or something. Aw, oh, man. Yeah. Doesn't bring you gold. He just brings you bags upon bags of cocaine. And at the worst moments. That's like a monkey's paw situation. It's like, I wish like magical wind would just blow drugs into my bag when I'm not looking. Yeah, but you didn't say when. And well, it's yeah. only going to do that when you're getting pulled over by the cops. Exactly. There's all you always got to think about it, man. <laughs> Whatever you're wishing for, it all, it could come wow. back to bite you in the ass. Well, you know, I'm just going to, just in case, everybody be careful out there on those windy days because this lady was charged with a felony count of cocaine possession mm -hmm. and a misdemeanor count of marijuana possession because you know how they tag along. You know, they, they hit you with all the charges if you do something really bad. Right. So, oh man, they're going to be, uh, she's going to have a lot of. <laughs> A lot of money to pay for all those charges. Yeah, or time. She might do yeah. some time. You never know, man. You get into the serious drugs and you got to do time with your life. And that's uh, that's True. horrendous. Don't wish that upon anybody. So avoid those things that'll get you in trouble, people. Come on now. Yeah, keep it keep it as legal as possible. Yeah. But still have some fun, you know. Yep. Keep it legal. Keep your time. We <laughs> like having fun. We like laughing at things and uh, especially funny clips. Oh, what kind of funny clip do we have this week? This week, uh, we're going to give them a little hit. You're going to have to go over to our Facebook page to actually see the funny clip. We, go, we always put it up on Friday. It's a little Friday funny for you. Matt, do you want to you wanna give them yeah. a, a little hint? I'm going to give them a little taste. I'm going to say, hey, if you go to the store, you better go to that store with the right change because you never know. This might end up being you. Oh, a little warning. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So make a PSA style on this video. <laughs> you'll have to go over and check out the Facebook page to uh, see what Matt's talking about and heed his his omen for the future. I would. I would. This video. Change business. You don't want to be on the, on the other end of this one. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, well, moving along before we get into some entertainment suggestions, we've got a word from our personal friends in a personal favorite podcast of ours, the Podworm Spacecast. The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworms Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh -huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get off my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Weaky, 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 weaky. It was more like, weaky, 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 weaky. And then the, and then he had to wait for the light. You can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. And we are back, and it is time to talk about what the fuck we've been watching. And I think you're going to start it out, right, Jess? Yeah, I've got a uh, suggestion here for you. Actually, I think both of our suggestions are from Netflix. Nice and easy. God, you got to have that Netflix subscription. I mean, I can't it's pound dense. that enough. I love it. I love it. You know, yeah. it's nice and easy. They always got the best content for any type of streaming. So, And that's un unsponsored, unbiased opinion. That's just us, you know. We enjoy it ourselves. We're not sponsored. You know, we're not against it. Netflix throw a shit we got script ideas they're making millions they could throw a couple this way <laughs> right so the uh show i'm gonna suggest it's called russian doll and it is a the description on imdb says a cynical young woman in new york city keeps dying and returning to the party that she's that's being thrown in her honor on that same evening she's trying to find a way out of this strange time loop so it has a very groundhog's day ish premise um, and it stars Natasha Leone, who you may recognize as, I forget her name, but she's on uh, Orange is the New Black. She was an American Pie. I always remember her from that. An American Pie. She's been, yeah, she's done tons of things. On Orange is the New Black, she was, I want to make sure that I get her name right, Nikki Nicholas. That's right, Nikki. She's the younger uh, girl who hangs out with Red on Orange is the New Black. Yep. And in in this uh, series, she is 
as they said, stuck in a time loop. She keeps on uh, reaching her points at which she dies in different ways, being sent right back to uh, where she started. So eventually, after doing this a number of times, you know, she starts to realize, like, I'm supposed to do something. Like, I like this wouldn't keep happening if there wasn't a purpose to, like, what's going on. And she eventually meets up with, you know, someone else. And that sort of, I'm not going to ruin it, but, like, that's a bigger part of the story. There's someone she's supposed to sort of meet in this uh, alternate universe that keeps happening. It goes into a really, like weird sort of open-ended uh plot that could potentially lead for a season two i actually binged this over the course of a weekend with my girlfriend we like saw it pop on it was very like out of nowhere it felt like and we just really got sucked into it we liked you know that actress from orange is the new black uh we always loved her character on that show so we figured this would be a cool thing to see her in and it's it's really cool it's shot really well the music is really good in it uh all the acting is really interesting and the way that they deal with like time and paradoxes and stuff like that is is all dealt with in a very cool way i would say it looks very interesting i've seen the trailer once you told me about it i watched that real quick it's on my watch list i'm definitely gonna be checking it out how many episodes was it i believe it's like 10 or 13 i want to say standard season Um, yeah, I can get you a. I uh, want to see how many episodes there are. Season. It's always good. A lot to binge. That's what I like, man. I like when there's like a good amount to watch. Yeah, unless I pull up Netflix, I'm not really going to be able to uh, give you an episode list. But um, it's it's. I want to say like ten to thirteen, maybe. I don't think it's much more than that. Yeah, yeah. I like and ones like that. And they're under an hour, I think. Besides, like maybe the finale. Okay, okay. So they're like what the forty minute? Like was it was it made for Netflix or was it made for TV originally? No, it was made for Netflix. This okay. was a, uh, went straight to Netflix. One of their original production, or well, you know, uh, they have the Netflix original label on it. I should yeah, say. Yeah, so they bought it before it went anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. on IMDb, it got an eight point one out of ten on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a ninety seven percent, which is pretty high for stuff that we suggest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, it's, it's hated, but yeah, we don't put too much credit into these rating systems. But uh, this one, this one got some good ratings, so I guess it's yeah. worth mentioning. It looks good. I would definitely recommend it. I haven't seen it yet, but it definitely looks like something worth checking out. Yeah, so check out Russian Doll on Netflix, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Oh uh, yeah! Now I'm going to bring a little laughter to your life. Uh, the thing I'm talking about is a comedy special, Kim Jong is uh ken jung it sounded like it said chem <laughs> ken ken jung not a chemist but a doctor you might know him as leslie chow from the uh, hangover series you might know him as dr ken from his uh his own tv series i don't know maybe you watched community he's he's been on a bunch of shit i loved him on community yeah 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 he's he's a great guy uh apparently judd apato is really the reason he's he's everywhere he found him for uh knocked up put him in that oh. role and he was like you're you're my fucking my uh I, I don't know what he called him he says it in the special like he was just like you're my star i found you like and i'm gonna put you in every one of my movies you know and he <laughs> really did you know he did he put him in like every movie he made and, and helped him get connected to as well that's crazy just a really funny guy i always enjoyed his roles in everything i saw of him you know he's just one of those guys and to see you know his first comedy stand-up special come out like this on netflix i was like okay i'm gonna check this out right and I really enjoyed it, man. He does a lot of stories of, you know, how important the hangover was to his career, you know, how he gets recognized, stories about his, his wife and uh, how he came up, which is really interesting. You know, he was a doctor before, you know, becoming really an actor. He had always practiced his art of comedy, like did a lot of like stand up, you know, open mic nights and stuff like that. But it, he was his main focus was on becoming a physician. Did you say the title of his um, his special? Oh, it, I might not have. It's called You Complete Me Ho, which his wife's name is Ho. So that's where that comes from. So it's H-O, not H-O-E. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right available on Netflix. And uh, yeah, yeah. But Ken is uh, just an awesome dude. Uh, really cool story about where he came from. You know, just like not just any doctor. He was really fucking good at what he did, too. I mean, he, he got a position at Kaiser Permanente. Which, I mean, that's where you go, apparently. Yep. <laughs> pretty yep. funny. That. They're a pretty big provider in California. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, you know, he was really happy to do that, but he always wanted to take a leap and get into acting, but never really took the leap. Ah. Apparently, his wife was sick with cancer and was like, you need to do this. Like, this is what I want. Like, if you're going to do anything for me, take a leap, you know, and and try out doing that because I know it's going to make you happy. And he, he literally did do it. His wife wow. recovered over the course of his career, you know, through treatment and everything. And uh, she's doing great. And so is he, man. He's so many fucking movies, so many TV shows since 2007 when we really got his breakout role. You know. Yeah, he was he was in Crazy Rich Asians recently too. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on his long, long list of uh, of, of movies. Let alone he's got a fucking almost as long TV show list too. Is it an hour long special? Yeah, it's an hour long special. It's it's pretty fun. It got a lot of hate, which we'll get to when I get to the really, but. I really enjoyed it myself. I thought he did pretty good for you. Got to take him, you know, consideration. It's his first fucking stand-up. That's what I was thinking. It'd you be know? almost cool just for that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed it. I thought there was, you know, some jokes in there that made it pretty good. Um, yeah. You got to watch it. You know, let me know what you think. You know, if you didn't think I was on point with it, let me know. But is he more of a like storyteller kind of comedian? Yeah, I would say most of his shit is based on stories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's not really any one-liners except if he gets in the heat of the moment and he's riffing, you know? Yep. You know, he definitely, you could tell he creates some shit on stage. Um, but, I mean, it was just overall enjoyable. There's a little bit of crowd work, you know, a little nice. bit of this and that. But mainly, yeah, storytelling. Okay, cool. Yeah. Which I appreciate. You know, I like seeing that third dimension yeah. of a person definitely. that you used to see. Like- so that sounds like he has an interesting story as well. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would definitely check it out. Uh, easy access right on Netflix. Didn't get the best ratings like I was talking about. IMDb hated it with a uh, 5.7 out of 10, and Rotten Tomato audience meter 37 percent, which you should all be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> all. I mean, it definitely. You know, it, I will say. You got to think about the people who are on there do, doing the ratings, though. Yeah. At the end, it kind of, you know, goes up and down, up and down. But overall, I would say, you know, it's it's a lot more enjoyable than a lot of the comedy on Netflix. There's some bad stand-up specials out there, you know. But it's good that at least you think you did good. I'm definitely going to take some time uh, yeah. to throw it on. I like putting on comedy specials when I'm, like, kind of cleaning or tidying up. That's usually what I do. I'll be like working on the show or like doing something else and just throw Not that to on. insult the comedians out there. It's just I'm busy and I still want to enjoy your craft. Yeah, and you can take in the most of it by just audio, you know. And I can kind of glance up, yeah, yeah, if I need to. Yeah, if it's really good, I'll like come back into the room and be like, "What's going on?" Because some comedians are very physical, and you almost need to be watching. Yeah, true, true. I mean. Not that there's many, but prop comedians, you're not getting away with. <laughs> yes. Like no, Carrot Top. I think Carrot Top's a prop comedian now. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So be sure to watch Russian Doll and Ken Jong's You Complete Me, Ho. Uh, yeah. Those are available on Netflix for your viewing pleasure. Let us know what you think. We'll be posting up trailers on our Facebook page, and we'd love for you to chime in. Oh, yeah. Get at it. So next we have the return of the Wheel of Weird. But before we get to that, we're going to hear a little promo from our good friends over at the Murderous Miners Killer Kids podcast. This is Murderous Miners Killer Kids, bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Minors, Killer Kids. with the wheel of weird oh yeah time to spin that bitch like no tomorrow yeah you know it's been a while so maybe some people aren't familiar with the wheel of weird we might have to do a little bit of splaining here i got some splaining to do got some splaining to do we're like lucy oh man 
the way the wheel of weird works we dive into the pages of the wiki unusual and uh come up with a person place or thing we give the wheel a spin and depending what it lands on we uh talk about that thing oh yeah so for person we got thursday october christian the first for place we got netwet ridge and for thing we got the boy niche manuscript let's see what the wheel decides. all right we got it spinning if you're watching the video you can see it all right thursday october christian the first all right i was you know i was kind of hoping it would land on this one um because it actually ties into a slacker history we did a while back do you remember the uh story of the mutiny of the bounty mat yes i do do you remember Fletcher Christian? Was he the one that landed on the island by himself, like, and had a family or Pit whatever? Pitcairn Island. Yeah. And he was with the mutineers who took the boat. Thursday, October, Christian the first is the first son of Fletcher Christian, the leader of the mutiny on the bounty. Oh, wow. So born on that island. He was the first child born on Pitcairn Island. Wow. That's crazy. That's wild, man. He wanted, uh, I guess Chris Fletcher Christian said he wanted his son to have no name that will remind me of England. Okay. So he just gave him a weird fucking name. Just went out there with it. All right, swing away. Yep. At 16, uh, Thursday married uh, an older native woman, and uh, she was past the age of 30 at the time. So he was, he was going for those cougars, I guess. Oh, man, hunting cougars on the island. All right. <laughs> Yeah, cougar hunt. So uh, he ended up uh, dying in Tahiti in 1831. Um, he had no immunity to the diseases of the island, uh, which is what ended up leading to his untimely death. Damn, motherfucker went to mainland and caught the flu and croaked. Yep, pretty much. He didn't have like <sighs> he didn't have a like a historic uh, existence, I guess, besides being the first person born on Pitcairn Island. And being the son of the man who was uh, led to mutiny on the bounty. But, but, I mean, that's a crazy story in itself. The mutiny of the bounty is is just insane. That whole storyline. Yeah, you I can mean, go back and listen to our episode on that. I'm not sure which one it is, so you'll have to dig the, dig through it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's in the labels. Just search. You'll find it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the man did have a weird fucking name. Dude. And, very, very much could not remind you of New England or of England. Thursday, October, Christian the first. Well, I guess Christian. There's. He's like, damn it, I forgot my last name. That fucking threw me off. Uh it's episode ninety-one, mutiny 91. of Master Splinter. Just so everybody goes. I wanted Matt, to throw Matt it out there. The, Matt with the facts. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we had that down there because it's kind of it's kind of weak to be like, yeah, it's out there. Just fucking find it. Yeah, <laughs> now no. You know. Good. Now you know. Good on you. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking awesome story. I really enjoyed learning about it, so I think you guys will too. And that way you know what the fuck we're talking about right now. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been a lot of fun, and I think this is about the time we wrap this sucker up. Absolutely. Uh, Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love each and every one of you. And, uh, yeah, keep joining us on this journey. And until next time, that's it. There you go. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit, or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. We spoke in America, America. We pass in America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talk in America, America. We blaze in America, America. Better pay attention, man. I gotta get it till my fucking digits hit the fucking limit. Shit, I'll never finish, but I'll end up winning, even though I'm sitting.